0: You'll hear from writers, actors, singers, dancers, musicians, painters, multi-passionate creatives, and anyone else who considers themselves a creative soul. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Creative Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah, and in this episode, week's solo episode i want to talk about blessing ways so if you don't know what a blessing way is we're going to get into what a blessing way is how you might host one how you might curate one how you might create one why you might want to create one and the reason for this solo episode is that i've had a couple experiences recently with hosting blessing ways for my beautiful pregnant friends and clients. And so I've I've hosted a couple and had an experience with both hosting a virtual ceremony and also an in-person ceremony. And I was getting a lot of questions on what is a blessing way and how do I host a blessing way for my friend who's pregnant and really just this shift of people wanting to honor motherhood and the journey of becoming a mother in a different way than our culture has taught us to. So I want to get into a little bit of that today so first of all let's identify what what is a blessing way if you've never heard of a blessing way you probably maybe maybe have not heard of a blessing way but you've heard of the term baby shower so when a woman is pregnant typically in at least American culture people will host a baby shower for her. And the baby shower is very focused on the baby, getting gifts for the baby, uh, maybe playing games related to the baby, guessing the gender, guessing the names, all that type of stuff. I've actually never even been to a baby shower, but that's what I imagine or that's what I hear is typical when you go to a baby shower. And of course, there's nothing wrong with having a baby shower, but a blessing way, on the other hand, is less focused on the baby itself and rather on the mother and the spiritual journey that the mother is about to undertake from going from maiden to mother, going on this journey, this evolution from woman, single woman, to now being pregnant with life and about to give birth and become a mother and embark on this entirely new journey of self, this entirely new journey of identity. And um, yeah, so the blessing way tradition comes from the Navajo tradition. It's an indigenous practice that the Navajo Indians would celebrate. So a lot of what we know about blessing ways come from that tradition. So definitely want to honor where it comes from. But in today's modern day society, you know, how would you curate a ceremony or a blessing way for the expecting mother? So I have a few ideas and want to share some of the experiences that I've had with Blessing Ways with you just to spark some inspiration and yeah, really kind of serve as a guidebook if you were looking to do this for yourself or if you were looking to hire someone to lead the Blessing Way, some of the things that you might want to have incorporated into the ceremony and yeah, just, you know, use to be able to nurture and honor the mother. So I was really inspired by the concept of Blessing Ways, and I've noticed a shift in myself over the last couple years, really having a renewed, or not even a renewed interest, but just an intense interest in birth and the birthing process. Not only because I, re- I believe that it relates to creativity heavily, I believe that any creative act that you birth into the world is similar to the act of birthing a baby, whether or not you're birthing a book or a business or some kind of creative project, it's very similar to how you might want to birth a child into the world. That creation process is the same. Of course, biologically, it looks very different, but I really do believe that birth and creativity and motherhood are so tied together. And so that's why I feel like over the past couple months, I've had a lot more mothers on this podcast, a lot more expecting mothers on this podcast, because I really do find such resonance in all of those ideas and I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but I had a very, very special moment where I was present for the birth of my nephew, uh, my nephew who was born on Christmas day, 2020, Mr. Skyler, his name is Skyler. I was there for the birth. It was a home birth and I was present in, in, in the birthing room. We were in uh, my sister's home, her apartment in New York City in Jackson Heights in Queens and she was starting to feel contractions on Christmas Day and went into labor that evening, and I was taking care of my other nephew, Luca, who's three years older. But in the other room, my sister was laboring. She had a doula there. Her husband was there. And then she had two midwives come as well. But her birth process was super quick. It was only about four hours long. And the midwives barely made it in time. But I remember just being there for my sister's birth really sparked this, like, I don't know how to describe it other than this, like, primal... This primal connection and remembrance to the birth process and to the naturalness of birth and witnessing my sister go through a completely natural home birth was just so inspiring. And I remember after she gave birth, the midwife was showing us the placenta and how the placenta looks like the tree of life. The veins going through the placenta look, or maybe it's the sac. I have to, I think it's the placenta. Yeah, the placenta that the veins, the blood veins going through the placenta mirror what the tree of life looks like. And that was just such a beautiful moment for me. And I remember like after they got everyone cleaned up and the midwives left, my sister was so exhausted. She needed to go to sleep. And my uh, brother-in-law, my sister's husband was outside with Luca because Luca was really scared. He had just heard his mom screaming for hours and didn't know what was going on. So he was feeling a little scared. And so the very first night of my nephew's first night on earth, I got to hold him and sleep with him for a little bit while my sister rested. And honestly, the bond that that created with my nephew now, who's about a year and a half, was just so, so special. And it really just sparked this desire in me to continue to support mothers and um You know, really, like at that point, I really considered being a doula because I was making meals for my sister, nourishing her after the birth, and it just felt so good. There was something about it. And I think there's something about women supporting other women and connecting in this very natural, like primal way. That just felt so good. It felt so natural. It felt so easy. And it like filled my soul up. So there was a moment there where I was like, man, should I become a birth doula? Like, I love this work. But I really do think my soul is meant to be a creativity birth doula and help others birth their creative projects. But of course, motherhood is so tied to that. So I wanted to share that story with you just because it was such a special experience in my life. And really, I think, Help solidify this idea of just how important servicing the feminine is, servicing the divine feminine. And one of the ways that we can do that and, and support the feminine in our lives is by holding blessing ways for the women that we love in our lives, who are about to give birth, who are about to undergo this incredible change and transformation. And I think the more that we can uplift and nourish and serve the mothers in our communities, the better off we are for it. So yeah, so my first experience with A Blessing Way is shortly after that experience of being there for my sister's birth, One of the clients that was attending my writing circles, I was hosting weekly creativity circles. They were called creativity circles at the time, but really they were just writing circles where we would do some meditation and guided journaling, guided writing with prompts. One of the women that was attending those circles, she was uh, pregnant and asked me to host her blessing way. And so that was a really beautiful experience because I got to connect with her and we got to kind of curate the ceremony together. So we really created it together, having meetings about what she wanted, what she would would love to feel supported and nourished during the ceremony and ways that we could incorporate the people that were meaningful to her. And so we ended up creating and curating this beautiful event that was on Zoom. I think there was like 75 people on Zoom that she invited. And we did a little honoring for her mothers and her grandmothers, really honoring the lineage that she came from and honoring the new lineage that she was giving birth to. And we did some guided journaling prompts. I led uh, people through some poetry writing, and then people were invited to share their poetry or their writings or their blessings or their prayers for her, for her to bring with her through the birthing process. So... There's so many different ways that you can curate a blessing way ceremony, but I think the main components of it are are really coming to the intention of why you're hosting this blessing way. And why you might be hosting this Blessing Way is, again, to really nourish and support the mother who is going through this transformational journey. So whatever ways that you can make the mother feel supported and feel nourished and feel like she has this community of women backing her up, she has her village of women beside her as she's going, th- as she's going through the birthing process so she knows that she's not alone, she knows that her and her baby are not alone, she knows that... That her and her baby are enveloped in the love and prayers of the people that love them so that's really basically what a blessing way can be and so there's so many ways that you know that can take form and take shape and what that can look like so one of the things that i think is really beautiful to do during a blessing way is to have a moment of prayer or intention um, for the mother during the birthing process and so what we just did at this in-person blessing way ceremony that we hosted in florida we had a bowl of beads and they were just different color beads that we got at the craft store with some string and we sat in a circle and every single woman went around in the circle and said a few words and so she could have said Either something about the mother, said something that she loved about the mother, said something that she was excited about to to watch the mother become a mother and what the mother has meant to her in her life. Or she might go around and say some prayers for the mother during the birthing process, something that she might want the mother to feel or to remember during this transformational journey, or a little poem or a wish or anything, you know, anything of the like. It can really be anything that that person feels like they want to say. And so once the woman speaks in the circle and everyone receives the the words, then that woman will, you know put some beads on a bracelet. So at the end of the circle, you'll have a fully formed bracelet infused with all of the prayers and the intentions and the wishes and the poetry and the stories that was held for the mother in that space. And so then, when the mother is either laboring and going through the birth process, or you know, in those first 40 days after giving birth, or whenever she needs support and reminder of the love and community and connection that surrounds her, she can have that bracelet as a talisman, as a symbol of that love and prayer and connection and intention. So I, I love that idea of creating something tangible, um, infusing rituals and prayers into something tangible that the woman can then have either Either again, during the birthing process or afterwards. So I think that's a really beautiful idea to incorporate into your Blessing Way ceremony. A couple of other things that you can do if you're in person is coming back to that intention of making the mother feel nourished and supported so a couple of things you could do is massage her feet if you're comfortable massaging her feet massaging her belly massaging her back really just showering her with this nourishing love and support so if you want to put some hands on the belly or hands on her if you have any reiki healers in your group or any kind of energetic healers in your group you can have people send loving energy through their hands um you know if that feels comfortable at this last blessing way that we just led uh, the in-person one we didn't We didn't do any of that. The flow of the ceremony kind of looked like we all gathered. We had some veggies and fruits out for the people to snack on. We had like spindriffs and olipops, which are my favorite. So healthy drinks and snacks to welcome the people into the space. And we were in this beautiful space in Florida at this Airbnb called the Funky Swan Shack, which was so funny because they had all this like swan decoration, rainbow decoration. It was just really colorful and And really encaptured the theme that we had imagined for the blessing way and i hosted the blessing way alongside my friend shannon shannon keating who was also on the podcast and then one of brit's friends one of her old friends from college so we all hosted it together and we had spent months planning it we had like bi-weekly Zoom calls since like February. And we led the blessing way mid-May. So that was quite a long planning process. And even when I was planning the blessing way that we held on Zoom, yeah, we had, it was like a three month planning process. So keep in mind that these, you know, putting on an event and hosting an, an event with with people is take some time and some preparation and some planning, but don't let that overwhelm or stress you out. It's it's really fun to kind of think up ways. So. Yeah, going back to how the flow kind of looked like for Brits Blessing Way is we had some snacks, we had people gather, and we asked everyone to bring their favorite children's book. So a children's book, either one from their childhood or one that they loved or, you know, one that they thought that Brits baby would love. So we brought that book and then we were asked to write a note. So that could either be writing a note to the baby, some blessings or wishes for the baby for this new life, or blessings and wishes for Britt, the new mother. And so we brought our books and then we gathered, we led an opening meditation and and went around the circle introducing ourselves and saying what we were excited for to watch Britt become a new mother. So we went around the circle there and then we went inside and gathered in our little circle again and we went around the room and we did this prayer intention making into the beads the beaded bracelet and then i offered a song which was really beautiful a really beautiful gift for me to be able to give is to sing in ceremony and offer a song so i sang a song and then i closed the circle with a little meditation inviting in our ancestors and the women that made us you know alive and and birthed into the world and honoring really the people that we came from honoring the lineages that we came from and kind of wrapped it up that way and then we did opening of the books and sh- sharing of the letters and some cake and so it was just a really really beautiful ceremony and it was yeah it was really really beautiful so Those are some ideas of what we did. I can also talk about the virtual ceremony that I held. We gathered and it was similar where, you know, we kind of gathered in the intention of why we were here, what a blessing way is, and how we're there to really honor the mother and support her during this transformational time. And then we, I led them through some meditation and writing prompts and we wrote poems based off this poem by Charles Harper Webb called How to Live. And it's a really beautiful poem. I want to actually read like two stanzas of it um, because then you'll kind of get the idea of I read this poem for everyone and then we wrote our own poems based off this theme of how to live and we had everyone share their poems or whoever felt called to share their poems and it was such a beautiful moment for me to witness being the host and the guide of the ceremony but not really knowing anyone in attendance because this was a client that I was leading this for but just hearing you know the different things that people said it really made me inspired to live my life and to remember what a precious gift life is and so I think a blessing way can be As much of a blessing for the mother herself, yes, but then everyone in attendance too. And especially when you're doing it in such a ceremonial setting and and a ritualistic setting and really infusing that ritual, that sacredness, that prayer into it can become such a beautiful, connected, inspiring experience for all. So this is a couple stanzas from the poem How to Live by Charles Harper Webb. How to Live. Eat lots of steak and salmon and Thai curry and mushu pork and fresh green beans and baked potatoes and fresh strawberries with vanilla ice cream. Kickbox three days a week. Stay strong and lean. Go fly fishing every chance you get with friends who will teach you secrets of the stream. Play guitar in a rock band. Read Dostoevsky, Whitman, Kafka, Shakespeare, Twain. Collect Uncle Scrooge comics. See Peckinpah's Straw Dogs and everything Monty Python made. Love freely. Treat ex-partners as kindly as you can. Wish them as well as you're able. Snorkel with moray eels and yellow tangs. Watch spinner dolphins earn their name as your panga slam-bams over glittering seas. Try not to lie. It sours the soul. But being a pasty sours it too. If you cause a car wreck and aren't hurt, but someone is, apologize silently. Learn from your mistake. Walk gratefully away. Let your insurance handle it. Never drive drunk. Don't be a drunk or any kind of a holic. It's bad English and bad news. Don't berate yourself. If you lose a game or prize you've earned, remember the winners. History forgets. Remember them if you do win. Enjoy success. Have kids if you want and can afford them, but don't make them your reason to be. Spare them that misery. Take them to the beach. Mail order sea monkeys once in your life. Give someone the full-on ass-kicking he or she has earned. Keep a box turtle in good health for 20 years. If you get sick, don't thrive on suffering. There's nothing noble about pain. Die if you need to, the best way you can. You define it best. Go to church if it helps you. Grow tomatoes to put store-bought in perspective. Listen to Elvis and Bach, unless you're tone-deaf, own Perlman's Meditation from Tice don't look for hidden meanings in a cardinal song don't think tv characters talk to you don't be too sane work hard loaf easily have good friends and be good to them be immoderate in moderation dive the great barrier reef don't touch the coral watch for sea snakes smile for the camera don't say cheese i said i would read a couple stanzas but i just wanted to read the whole poem to you and i love i love this concept of this poem because There are many things that I disagree with in this poem, but the point is, is that you can really understand who that person is by what they value in life and the advice that they would give to someone to a new life, you know, how would you live your life? So having, you know, people hear this poem and then write write their own versions of this poem and reflect the poem back was a really beautiful way to just be inspired on how to live life and that reminder of how to live your own life and do the things that light you up. So that was really, really beautiful. And of course, you can close with a guided meditation or just a connection or a prayer or a song or dancing or whatever feels good to you. So that's kind of all that I have. I think some other resources that I would recommend if you were thinking of hosting your own blessing way would be The book, The Art of Gathering by Priya Parker. This book is not about blessing ways or anything like that, but it's just about how we gather and how we host events, how we host gatherings with the people in our lives that we love, and how we can really create meaningful gatherings. And so I think this is a really good book for someone who is hosting an event, whether that be a baby shower, a blessing way, a wedding, a birthday party, a meeting, a a conference event. kind of event where people gather. I think it's a really beautiful way to get connected to your why and your intention and doing things that feel good to you rather than doing things that you've just seen other people do because that's what you do. Just like You know at a baby shower we typically see people do those name games or those gender games and it's like yeah you can totally do that if that feels good to you but you don't have to do that there are other ways where the ceremony can feel really personal and meaningful to the person that you're hosting it for and to have everyone feel really connected and inspired and just reminded what a beautiful gift life is and how lucky they are to have these relationships in their lives So the Art of Gathering is a great resource. Also, I would say go on Pinterest and just Google Blessing Way or search Blessing Way, and you might get some really beautiful ideas, some design ideas. You could have like a picnic, a charcuterie board, beautiful flowers, a flower crown for the baby mama, candles, and you can light candles and do intentions that way. You could do some birth affirmations. You could just you know really uplift that woman and make her feel really special. So I always encourage Pinterest as a tool for your creative research also YouTube we were really inspired by a couple videos that we saw online of other people's blessing ways I will link one of the blessing ways that I was inspired by by a woman called Yoni who I met while I was on Kauai she was on the island of Hawaii and was pregnant and she hosted she had a beautiful blessing way that her video is just like so inspiring you can really feel the support and the love and the connection of the women that were there. And so I was really inspired by that video. So I'll link her video below. And then also Melissa Ambrosini, who also has an amazing podcast. She had a video of her blessing way, and we found a lot of inspiration from that as well. So I'm going to link those two videos and those books below. If you you know want to get some ideas and if you have a woman in your life or if you, you know, who knows, who knows if you have women in your life and and they're pregnant and you want to host this special ceremony for them, or if you are pregnant and you want to host a blessing way for yourself, that is definitely something that you can do. And, you know, either a friend can host it for you, or I have been hired in the past to lead blessing ways. And I will say that, It's a really, really special and meaningful thing that I get to do and to be able to co-create with the mother and make it a really, really special ceremonial experience. So if that is something you're interested in and you want to talk about what it would look like to hire me to be your host and guide of your blessing way, whether virtually or in person, I am so happy to chat with you or even to chat ideas. If you just want ideas, always happy to chat. So you can reach out to me either on email, leahvandorn at gmail.com, or you can message me on Instagram at Leah Van Doren, and I would love to just talk with you and either give you some ideas or talk about how I might be able to support you in your blessing way and make it really special for you. Because I truly think that every woman deserves this gift. Every woman deserves this gift. I mean, to be able to enter a new chapter and a new phase in your life enter this new huge chapter of entering motherhood and being supported by the women in your life I truly believe that it is game changing and so I really think that every woman should get a blessing way or have a blessing way and yeah really feel safe and supported as she enters this new journey so thank you so, so much for listening. If this episode resonated in any way, please feel free to leave a rating and review. You can do that on Apple Podcasts or Spotify just in a couple minutes. And it really means so much to me to keep continuing bringing this podcast to you and keep doing these episodes and bringing this information and inspiration to you. And then also if you have a friend that's either pregnant or you know the women in your life that you want to share this with, some ideas on how to host a blessing with, May, please feel free to send this episode over to them so that they may get inspired as well and really just keep the connection and the inspiration flowing. So, thank you so 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 much. We will catch you next week with another episode and I love you all so much. I hope you enjoyed that episode and thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend and tell them what inspired you. Or and I would love to hear your thoughts. Stay inspired, stay creative, and keep shining your creative soul.